where we lovingly dissect the best and the worst of 90s teen horror. I'm Heather Parry, and with me is Sniffly Kirsty Logan. <laughs> I have a cold starting, I apologise. Oh no. It's just the way it is. I'm trying not to cough or sneeze on Heather. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Because I can't give anybody my germs. Rosie though, Rosie can get all the cold she wants. I really miss kiss, not kissing you, but because <laughs> I was like, Whoa. Annie hasn't kissed me for like three days because she doesn't want to get my cold. Mm. And I'm like, I didn't realize how much I would miss kissing after like a couple of days. Oh. Well, no, not even like snoggy kissing, but just like a little kissing. kiss. Like you come home and get a little kiss. Oh, David will kiss miss me, it. but then I don't want him to because then he's insufferable when he's even a little bit ill and I don't think I've ever been ill without David then starting to feel the same sort of symptoms and I'm like I feel like so oh. unsympathetic I'm like oh I've got a headache an hour later he'll be like oh I just my temples are really swollen or something <laughs> my temples are swollen <laughs> when he's sick it's actually the worst thing in the world he's got the world's most irritating cough and he's completely pathetic when he's sick Aww. really is it's like oh so hot it's like a fucking Jane Austen I'm really heroine. tragic actually Susie came around the other night to make me dinner and I was getting ill and I just kept going like help me <laughs> please help me I'm not actually, well you're just the same. <laughs> no because David wouldn't be here recording this podcast so. oh mm-hmm. well I am simultaneously an overachiever and ill yeah <laughs> it's it's a constant battle which will win <laughs> so today We are talking about The Stalker by Carol Ellis, which is from 1996. I don't remember this one at all. See, I remember this one. I remember having this as a kid, and I remember I loved it because I thought it was so glamorous. Everything about it was so glamorous because the main character, even her name, because she's called Jana. And, okay, I grew up in a small town in Cheshire in the 90s, so the name Jana was like so exotic did you not have a fuck ton of jenners no oh, I, even that was probably too exotic everyone was called like claire or kate god and that was it jenna being exotic is just i don't I think like there were any there was, was a jenna. there was a jenny no jenna or laura yeah there were lots of lauras sarah louise oh no everyone was called sarah louise. no that was too glamorous for us oh. no, no it was, jenna it was... was way too glamorous jenna. <laughs> and also Jenny. just because <laughs> oh yeah and when you put it like that <laughs> And also because I just, I really wanted to like be on stage and go touring and stuff. Yeah. This is Kirsty Logan the book. Yeah. Well, not quite. It's it's young Kirsty Logan the book. Oh yeah. It's like me at eight. Or so. Well, no, I would have been older than eight when it came out actually. I would have been like 12. So it was like one of the later ones. But I remember thinking it was like really glamorous and cool. <laughs> the cover <laughs> is not glamorous and cool. No. Okay. Tell me about the cover. <laughs> it's quite ugly actually. Yeah, it's I like, like a... the font, but. the Yeah, the font's fine. It says the stalker in kind of vaguely stabby, I don't know, like paint stroke, mm-hmm. sort of shiny red. Um, and then we've got like a horrible flat blue background. Yeah, it's like a purple, like an indigo. Yeah. It's ugly. Um, but that's overlaid um, over. <laughs> it's laid over, I should have said. Um, a picture of a stage with empty seats in front of it. And then a weird U-shaped... Uh, spotlight that's in yellow. Yeah, that's uh, weird. Why have they done that? Um, and laying on the stage is a red dress or a cheerleader's outfit, or that which sort doesn't of really thing. make sense because we'll get into it. But she's doing a touring production of Greece. Oh, I guess that could be your pink ladies thing. But it's, it's not red. pink; it's red, and it's not what they wear. It's almost like a sports ball. It is shirt. like a sports ball jersey. Why isn't it a pink ladies jacket or like a? Rara skirt or something. And actually, it says it's got a label on it that says costume department S Knights. So that's Summer Nights from Greece. Okay. S Knights 3. She won't be wearing that in Summer Nights. No. Anyway. Why isn't it like a kind of 50s dress? Yeah. It's because they've not seen Greece. That's <laughs> <laughs> Who's not seen Greece? Right? I was at a festival last year and they had a Greece sing-along evening and fuck it was a lot funner than I anticipated that sounds fun um and then it's kind of hanging off the 
what would you call that? Coat hanger? I would call that a coat hanger because yes. it is a coat hanger. I lost the word then. The coat. Uh, and it's the... a thing. You hang a coat on it. <laughs> What's, What's it, called? it called? You don't really hang a coat on one though, do you? You hang a coat on a hook. On a peg. On a peg. Mm, that's true. So it should be called a dress hanger, actually. It should be. Mm. Uh, anyway, that's all slashed up. Like someone's been at it with knives. Like mm-hmm. Edward Scissorhands. Mm. I was trying to stroke it and it got fucked up. Edward Scissorhands. You were like, here, Edward, hang my top up. And mm-hmm. that's what happened. It's terrible. Fuck. Don't do it, Edward. No. Um, and then the tagline says, I'm closer than you think. Which is good, relatively. I suppose. It'll, it'll do. It's, it's fine. It's kind of creepy. The whole cover is fine it's it's obviously it appealed to me at 12 so you know yeah tick i suppose what else has carolella's done that we've covered carolella the body oh yeah the window oh we haven't done the window camp fear camp fear my secret admirer oh fuck that was terrible silent witness the show that helen mirren was (laughs) was it helen mirren yeah maybe was it silent witness I (laughs) i think it was something witness yeah Oh, it was Silent Witness. But that means a corpse. Yeah, Yeah. okay. The body is the Silent Witness. Right, I see. I never watched that show, but she always looked like like a lesbian icon in it. Yeah. 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 Was she? That's about accurate. Yeah, she's bisexual. (sighs) I hope so. She's done everyone, surely. (laughs) Who wouldn't? Oh, yeah. You're not going to say no to that, are you? She's very sexual, isn't she? Yeah. In the way she talks, but like not in a way that's attention-seeking. I feel like any moment, I just feel like everything she, every item of clothing she wears has just got like a full-length zip. Like any moment (laughs) she might just unzip it and step out of the clothes. I bet she had sex with Russell Brand. Uh, no, she's got better taste than that. No, I bet he's really no, good in bed. No, I bet he's not. I bet yeah, he's I bet selfish he and boring. Nope, I don't think so. Do you think? Yeah, but he's good. But he's weird, and weird is always good. I just think he's weird in like a creepy way. Like he'd come in with like a party hat on and like cupcakes in front of his nipples and be like, let's do it wacky. And you'd be like, this is tedious. Have you had that experience? No, I just that was just off the top of my head, actually. <laughs> well... Agree to disagree. Okay. I'll take one for the team. You go so and shag sure. him and then tell me. Oh, he'd be too spiritual now. Because I won't. I want him ever. in his like, drug addict days. Really? No. You want to shag a drug addict? No, I, I feel don't. like they would be terrible in bed. Yeah, probably. Mm, just, just when he was weird, though. Anyway. Not into it. So, anyway. The book. Let me talk about this. So, I'll tell you about this. <laughs> so, me. we start with a prologue. What do you think about this? Is Jana going to get stalked? Yes. Oh, fucking hell that Sudafed's really getting to me <laughs> okay so we meet Jana she's got long thick hair big snapping brown eyes which is a weird Snap, descriptive like, like I don't snaps. know how do you have snapping eyes like she blinks hard like piranha mouths I don't <laughs> such a weird description so we've not started off well (laughs) i always think flashing eyes is a weird description as well like i've never met anyone whose eyes flash from a robot (laughs) just little dicks flop out of your eyes it also says here bright hot glare which i didn't get is it a light does it mean a light glare though you can't have a hot glare you can a hot light a like a spotlight is, a, I would say, a bright, hot glare. Mm, I don't know. I don't like it. Okay. Well, <laughs> and she has... So anyway, here's what she's got. So she's got um, a heart-shaped face, a wide mouth, and a smile that reached to the back row of the theatre, which I'm... She's a crocodile. Well, I'm picturing Reese Witherspoon, because she's got a very heart-shaped face mm. and, like, a big smile. So I'm imagining, like, brunette Reese Witherspoon. But a crocodile... Mouth's at the very end of a very long snout. She's an anteater. No? Just me. Okay. No, I'm, I'm on it. Uh, yep. Jan the anteater. Wow. <laughs> Already. Already. That's I'm, what we're doing. I'm just imagining who I'm imagining. So Jana Witherspoon, she's in, an, <laughs> she's in this empty auditorium. She's pretending to be a star, but then a mysterious figure up on the catwalk throws a rose down to her with a message. Soon you'll be mine, Jana. That's um, quite actually good, isn't it? It is quite good. It's quite noirish the way it's described. Before Jana could move, it had landed in a pool of light at her feet. That's very sort of like darkened room, single spotlight downwards. Yeah, very dramatic. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, I do think that bit's good. The problem is that clearly the author thought it was really good and just repeats it over and over. Oh no. Basically the the entire threat throughout the rest of the book is roses and notes that say soon. Over yeah. and over and over. It brought to mind two things for me. One, Dirty Dancing. Not in the threats as much, but like the sort of general vibe of it. Um, and the Smooth Criminal video. I can't Michael remember Jackson. that. It's the one where he, everyone's like dressed up like guys and dolls. So I guess it's more guys and dolls. <laughs> <laughs> That's bringing to mind. But the idea of them being in like badly lit sort of performance mm. spaces and then everyone being over the top. Everything's kind of heightened all the time. I'd never seen that music video until after I watched a documentary that's really horrible that definitely outs him as a paedophile once and for all. Oh no. And then I was like, oh no, the video is really good. But now I can't. I mean, his music's really good. Yeah. It's just ruined now. It's just a horrible the only, I can still kind of listen to the Jackson 5, but all the others, I'm like, I want to be able to still listen to them, but I just feel gross about it. Yeah, my best mate our kind of song from uni that we used to like put on all the time and dance around to it was fucking want you back by the jackson five so i'm like no you've tainted that. yeah but he was a child then yes good point that's why i'm good saying point. i can still listen to the jackson five because i'm like he was a kid then he yeah. hadn't done anything damaged kid it's the later ones that i'm like Ugh. yeah gross but i wish i still could listen to them because he had some tunes he did. i just like if other people want to listen to them fine like no judgment but it just makes me feel gross it's like uh, Black Books. It was just written by no one. Performed by no one. Did he write Black Books? Michael Jackson. No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Father Ted, but is it Black Books I as well? I think he wrote Black Books as well. Wow, that's amazing that nobody wrote that. Isn't it? Well, that's I think incredible. Dylan Moran co-wrote... Moran? How do you say Moran? No, I think he says Dylan Moran. D- like a moron? <laughs> well, more like the Irish name Moran. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Moran, but okay. Um, he actually lives in Edinburgh, so we could go and ask him. I've seen him in a cafe in Edinburgh. Actually. Have you? Yeah. Black Books is based on the comic book shop on the same book on the same street as Lighthouse Books, where oh. the guys clearly are massive alcoholic, and you go in there and he sort of hates you. <laughs> I didn't know that. I went in there one Saturday morning, and he was clearly having like a really rough day, and I was in there to get Paper Girls, uh, and we sort of just like had to help him. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I was like, are you okay? Oh, How yeah. are you still in business? I don't know, but it probably won't be for that much longer. Uh, but yeah, it's based oh. on that shop. Well, it must have been going for a long time if Black Books was based on the shop. Yeah, true. Because true. that was what? Late 90s, early 2000s? No. No? Was oh. it later than that? No, I don't know. That feels ages My ago. My sense of time's fucked. I mean, I think I watched it at uni, so... Oh, God. It that was a while then. ago. Yeah. <laughs> we are old. So old. Anyway, let's go back to Jana. She's in a touring production of Grease. She's not one of the main ones, though. She's, like, in the chorus. Oh. But still. Um, I'd so love to be in Grease. Who would you want to be? Rizzo, obviously. Obviously. I was going to say Lizzo. <laughs> I'd also love to be Lizzo. Or Frenchie. Oh, yeah. I I wish I could be Rizzo, but I don't think I can pull off. I think I'm going to have to be Frenchie. I think I could just about pull off a Rizzo. Mm. Um only because she's much older than she's supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I'd be the slightly haggard looking. Also, Kaniki's out 50. Yeah, he's... Ugh. Anyway, everyone in that. Although he makes me sad because, do you know, the actor who played him had a terrible drink and drug problem. Yeah. Because I saw him on Celebrity Rehab, which was a show that I actually had to stop watching because it was too sad. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I couldn't. I thought it would be kind of like trash fun, but it was, it was too sad. And he was on it and he was not well. And I just kept thinking... I shouldn't be watching this. God, I listened to this podcast called um, Missing Richard Simmons the other day. Oh, yeah. Because I really like... That made me form. feel a bit gross as well. Yeah, I um, I stopped listening to it because I was like, this is just... It. So the premise is that Richard Simmons, you know, the very camp sort of... This is uh, quite an old podcast. Were you only just listening to it? Yeah, I think okay. it was from like it's a, from few, a few, years few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but a very camp, flamboyant, loud sort of fitness dude who's really, really famous in America. He just sort of one day stopped being public. And this guy, like, kind of implied that they had been friends, where he just really used to go to his fitness classes. And they just hounded this poor fucking man. He's, like, speaking to all his people, and it's like, he's just... He sounds like he's had, like, a lot of depression in his life. And he just doesn't want to do it anymore. I was like, just fucking leave him alone then. Like, everyone's allowed to just not be public anymore and they wouldn't leave him alone. I find it really... Yeah, like, it's, I think grim. it raised a lot of interesting questions though about how much, like how fans 
are in, feel entitled to certain things. Like I've sort of seen it with George R. R. Martin as well. People are like, he's not writing the last book. And you're like, well, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. And obviously it would be nice if he did, but see if he never does. Well, tough shit. Like yeah. he's allowed to do that. But this guy would kind of say that and then just carry on doing the podcast. So I was like, oh, I don't know, man. It feels really shit. Like they speak to the police and the police have gone over and they were like, he's absolutely fine. He's completely cognizant. He just doesn't want to talk to you, mate. Doesn't want to do this anymore. And also I thought it was quite racist that everyone was like, he's being kept by his evil Mexican housekeeper. And I it's know. like, they, like, she doesn't even live there and she's worked for him for 30 years. Why are we just assuming because she's just an older Latin American woman I know. that she's evil? I did listen to the whole thing and then afterwards I was like, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, you know, when you feel like you've sort of accidentally intruded on something that you shouldn't have really. Yeah, although I think it's the man that should feel bad. Well, I know, but I enabled Not Richard him. Simmons, I think he should do whatever he wants. <laughs> I but... enabled him by listening. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, uh, let's go back to Jana because we've met her. Yeah. And now we have to meet all her filler friends whose names I have already forgotten. So I'm not even going to bother mentioning them. Nah. They filler don't, friends. You don't really need them. And we also meet um, Icy Blonde Liz, who is inexplicably a total bitch. Like, there's no reason other than plot for her to be like that. Because women. Because women apparently need to be in competition with each other. You've always got to have a bitch. Right? Yeah, but do you? No. No. Which one of us is the bitch? Me, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> what am I then? The puppy idiot. <laughs> um, I'm fine with that. I, I don't mean, know if I want to know what don't think we're, But as we've established, we will never fight over a man, so neither of us has to be the bitch. That's true, yeah. Um, but they do have to fight over a man. Oh. They fight over fuckboy Ryan. Mm. He's got dark blonde hair. And here's what else he's got. Quote, green eyes with gold flecks in them, a lean, almost bony face, and a way of walking that reminded Jana of a cat on the prowl. Sounds camp as knickers to me. You like... Properly, like, like, oh, yeah, hi, Sleeking guys. into the room, like, hey. He also, <laughs> I've put in my notes, girl, he gay. <laughs> if he's, like, prowling around with his, like, quaffed hair, like, sorry. He could be bi. He could be bi, but yeah, I don't gonna... think he's that into you. He also really sounds like this guy that I had a fling with at uni that I used to nickname Cheekbones. Because he was, like, really, really tall and skinny to the point that, like, he had these tall sculpted cheekbones. Oh and I actually can't remember now what his name was. That's always good, isn't it? Yeah, it was a very brief fling. Cheekbones, yeah. But he had that dark blonde hair and a bony face. I don't think I've ever even... No, I've kissed. I don't think I've ever slept with a blonde man. Really? They just don't do it for me. Blonde women? I don't know. Yes, oh, yeah. I have. But not natural blondes. Just, I don't know. I like dark haired people more. I don't really have a type like that. I don't know. I, just, just, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I like people who are hot and interesting. No, they have to conform They're, to my hair and style. eye and skin colours on. I'm not that bothered about any of that. <laughs> Anything's fine. I'm not actively avoiding blondes. I'm just going back and thinking, no, I haven't. I don't think so. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm. I don't think I fucked a ginge. I don't think I... Now that I think about it. Wait. No. <laughs> I've kissed the ginger girl. Okay. But didn't get much further than that. Oh, well. Anyway. Um, so, <laughs> we have a bit of back and forth with Ryan. Like, Jan is really into him. Um, but Liz says that he's a fuckboy, which, as we will see, is completely true. But she also says he's dangerous. She doesn't say fuckboy. <laughs> No, she doesn't say fuckboy. That's what she means, though. <laughs> he's a fuckboy, but he's dangerous. Oh. Like, maybe he'll kill you. But as we've seen from Point of Horror, this only makes him the more attractive. Oh, there's a lot of really bad relationship stuff in this. Really, really bad. We also learn about Jana's dickhead ex, who inexplicably is called Jimmy Dare. Jimmy Dare. I think it's because is his name. she's tried to make this book like Greece. Yeah. Um, very much so, in fact. So, oh wait, who's the bitch in Greece? Rizzo. Rizzo. Well, is she a bitch? Or the, Maybe I just love her. So the other one it. at the dancing competition, Cha-Cha. Oh, yeah. Oh, what does she say in a really annoying voice? Can't remember. It's like, 
St. Bernadette's. She says it like that. <laughs> I don't remember that. She's the hottest guy at St. Bernadette's. And the way she says it always really made me hate her. So Jimmy Dare is a beefcake with a cleft chin. So John Travolta, yeah. I guess, from Saturday Night Fever. Or, or anything. Greece. He's always got the same. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot he was in that. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Famously, <laughs> the book that's clearly uh, ripping off the movie. Oh, yeah, that's true. What's he called? Danny. <laughs> so Jimmy dares Danny. <laughs> Can't believe I forgot that. <laughs> My that's God. That's a parry level fuck up. Yeah, that was great, wasn't it? Um, so to round out this list of suspects that we have now, and we also meet Superfan, who is called Stan. I'm going to call it, Eminem read this book. Yes. When he was 24, in fact, I worked out. Because he was born, <laughs> no. he was born in 1972. So Is he 20... 12 years older than me? Yeah, he's old. And also, wow. I'm going to say it, shit. Yeah. I hate Eminem. He's so overrated. I don't like him. My orange on my bonk, like, just not rapping. <laughs> just, just doing vocal fry in your nose and saying nasal fry half nasal fry <laughs> oh worst fry <laughs> and also just saying the same sound in the middle of all the words that's not rapping and sampling other better artists yeah right just just naming famous women in the yeah. mid-90s is not rapping no but yeah so he was 24 and he read this and was like and i'm gonna do it. that and now stan culture has all come back in hasn't it yeah so Mm-hmm. But doesn't that come from the word fan, or does it come from I the Eminem song? It comes from the Eminem song. It comes from the book The Stalker by Carol Ellis. Yeah. Wow, she should be getting royalties. <laughs> for people saying. For stan culture. <laughs> Would you want royalties from that? I mean, if it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> royalties from anything. <laughs> and we also meet Stan's girlfriend, Carly. Oh. So that's our list of suspects. Now, Jimmy Dare shows up. Jimmy Travolta shows up. Um, and he tries to get back together with Jana. And she's like, eh, no. And he says, don't be like that. Be nice. Ugh. But then I like this. This is a quote. Sure, Jana thought, be nice, be pretty, be mine. I do like, I like yeah. her attitude. She's like, eh, no. Go away. Yeah. She... She's not... She's not giving him anything. I do like it. Like, he says sorry for saying something shit. And he goes, I'm sorry. I've said it twice. Happy? And she says, no, Jimmy. I'm not happy. Listen, we've been through this before. We fight, we make up, we fight again. Getting back together won't work, Jimmy. It won't work. It will be the biggest mistake of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he threatens her. And he said, if you don't get back together with me, it's the biggest threat of your life. And she just, she says, is that a threat? And he said, no, it's not a threat. It's a promise. Which is, I'm he, gonna call it. He's domestic violence panda. Well, I just think this. he's like a cartoon villain, to be honest. Oh, I, I that, don't know. It's not a threat; it's a promise. I think it's really domestic violence. No, I, I agree. Like, I think that it's heavily implied that he's like an abusive boyfriend. Yeah. Not even heavily implied. It's just it's not even subtext. It's text. It's text. Yeah. yeah he's Very definitely an abusive boyfriend. I feel like he goes a bit too far that it like becomes comical. Um, I mean, it's point horror, yeah. So. I mean, yeah. Like, she says not to call her babe, much like Barb Wire. No, I've never seen Barb Wire. <laughs> Neither have I. I've only seen the poster. Sure, but that's what it whatever. says on the poster. <laughs> you used to watch it late I night actually haven't. You. I would watch it. But I did used to watch the Pamela Anderson TV show Stacked, where wow. she works in a bookshop. No. Do you get it? It's a boob pun. I can't believe... I kind of love her a I bit. think I've seen every episode of Stack. I kind of love her now. Yeah. Like, I think she's really cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She could be awful. She seems fine. She seems nice. At least she's not an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. That we know of. Oh, yeah. Who did I have to break it to you? Who's oh, an anti-vaxxer? fucking everyone. Oh, Jason... Yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Lisa, Lisa Bonet. Bonet. I was I'm gutted not surprised. about that, I'm not honest. surprised at all. Ugh. Loads of them are. Lisa. Ooh. Be hot again. I would say not happy about it either. I like this. I read this description recently that someone said, I'm not just a pro-vaxxer, I'm an anti-anti-vaxxer. <laughs> That's how far I'll go. <laughs> Give me vaccines for everything. <laughs> anyway, so 
Jimmy, so she says not to call her babe, and he says, better watch yourself. Jimmy cocked his thumb, stuck his forefinger at her like the barrel of a gun. Babe. And I was like, you've gone too far now, Jimmy. You've just become a joke. A dick, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you were a dick anyway, but now I just feel like if someone did that, you'd just be like, really though? Come at me then, bro. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> so call me brobe I will that sort of like cocking his finger oh fuck off <laughs> um, do you have the bit a little uh, the part a little bit further on about the food Um, I don't think so you're not going to know what food no you can tell me okay so I just wanted to point this out <clears throat> later after Jana had ploughed her way through a salad a turkey sandwich and a piece of apple pie Ryan cocked an eyebrow at her empty place, plates to straight stage fright kill your appetite or something? I did kind of pig out, didn't I? Really? That's a perfectly a normal amount of food. A salad, a bit of chicken and a bit of pie. A salad, a turkey sandwich oh, and that's... a piece of apple pie. That's, I would say, a small meal. Yeah. That I is... don't think that's excessive. I would inhale that. A, sal- a salad It depends. A when we're saying a turkey sandwich, does it mean like... An entire, entire turkey, turkey between, between like two loaves of bread and then like an entire apple pie <laughs> with cream and ice cream and custard. Still, I'd be like, yeah, go on then. I'm hungry. Oh, cream and ice cream and custard. I mean, animal are you? All separate, in separate bowls. You on, just dip a, a bit th- in. On a quadrant each. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, it would be a third each, wouldn't it? Well, one plain. If you're a, te- if you're a performing teenager... You should be eating like that every meal. I know. Need, she need needs the calories. Energy. But yeah, I was like, oh, like, Carol, don't be robot. That's not this. pigging out. That's a normal If she's having that for breakfast, lunch and dinner, it, well, even then. No, she'd still. She needs the calories. She needs the calories. She needs the energy. She's doing exercise all day. Yeah. And yeah. she's being menaced. And you know, that takes it out of you. That really takes it out of you. <laughs> I imagine. Yes. <laughs> why I don't, do, know, why I, I don't know why we keep using because there's no other word. I really like it. Threatened. Nothing's menaced. actually happening, but it's not good. But there's a vague sense of menace <laughs> yeah. everywhere. Oh, no, I'm being menaced. <laughs> so say that one day. Yeah. So this is when she goes for lunch with Ryan, right? But he instantly says, um, "I've been watching you since the first day I saw you." Right. For a fuck boy, he has no chill. No, he doesn't. But maybe that's his plan maybe that's how he gets you maybe he's like if i show that i have no chill she'll think i'm not a fuckboy some fuckboys do just go out to full like patheticness at you oh because then, then you, get you don't get suspicious mm-hmm. they're like oh i'm just so in love with you completely and then you think oh well he, he, he can't be a player then wow no. no i've never been fuckboyed but i can think of someone um who did have someone like that we know several people who've been fuckboyed. Yes. I don't know if I've been fuckboyed. It's hard to tell. You did that. Re- you did a really funny finger thing there. Where your hand <laughs> like, came like to a your comedy. cheek from about two metres away. Com- I don't know if I've ever been Finger fuck-boyed. to the cheek. Hmm. <laughs> How am I been fuckboyed? It's hard to tell. Because there was one very pretty boy who looked like a little cook, Bane. Very adorable. And I felt like I was the aggressor. But... <laughs> Maybe that was the plan. Yeah. Maybe he just made it seem that way. It was his fault. No, <laughs> he wasn't a child. We were the same age. Then you can't have been the aggressor. We were in our mid-twenties. <laughs> Maybe aggressor was the wrong word. The seducer? The active yes. participant? I just hit him over the head with a baguette. And I then... just dragged, put him over my shoulder and dragged him home. What's wrong with that? <laughs> How you do it, isn't it? Flintstone. (laughs) Hit him over the head with like a ham joint. (laughs) Flintstone Logan, as you know back then. (laughs) Ridiculous. That's me. So, we also find out about, plot point, Kathy Kramer. Oh, Kathy Kramer. Kathy Kramer. Kramer. I'm going to tell you about Kathy Kramer. She was a dancer with their company who was killed. Oh my God. And the killer was not caught. (gasps) That's serious business. Yeah. For a point horror. So how do you know she was killed then? Because her body was found. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, fine. It's just the killer wasn't found. Yeah, this is why I failed the police oh, exam. <laughs> but you she were like... just disappeared. But how do you know she was killed? She face. might have just fallen down <laughs> onto that knife. This is no why... No one's holding the knife, so maybe she just fell on it. <laughs> this is why I got fired from my job as a coroner. <laughs> but look, 
all these stab wounds, but no killer. We didn't see it happen. Anything could have occurred. Well, next week we're going to find out about someone who should lose their job as a coroner. Oh, yeah, good point. Anyway, Fucking but we'll get Jerry. to that. <sighs> That's for next week. I'd be a better coroner than that guy. Yeah, so would anyone. So would Rosie the dog. Is he a coroner or does he just work at the mortuary? I don't know. <laughs> what a mortuary he shouldn't, job. He shouldn't be working there anyway. We'll find all about him next week. So, however, Liz... A bitch. <laughs> she's such an icy blonde bitch. It's almost like she's an unrealistic cliche. Liz suggests that Ryan killed Kathy Kramer. Here's her. Why? I keep wanting to say Kathy Kramer, like coffee creamer. Kathy <laughs> <laughs> oh. Kramer. Kathy Kramer. Coffee creamer. <laughs> so this is her evidence. Number one, Ryan also worked there then. It must have been him. That's the only evidence. It must have been him. And also, he's a fuckboy. Yeah. And they're famously murderers. As we know from Point of Horror, your boyfriend is always possibly a murderer. Yeah. Yeah. That's what makes them hot, right? Yeah, right? The danger. Yeah. Uh, Annie might be out murdering right now. She's your boyfriend. She's my boyfriend. <laughs> Can I... She's we... my lady boyfriend. My lady lady boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Wait. That's terrible. She's not a lady boy. Not a lady boyfriend either. <laughs> Uh, She's my lady wife, but also my boyfriend. <laughs> my lady wife friend. Um, I can't believe you've neglected to introduce the main character, Barishnikov. <sighs> I was trying to skim over that. Oh, no, I love it. Okay. She's got a teddy who's called Barishnikov, and I just found that really charming. It is quite cute. It is. Great name. Just better than in, in that other book where she's got, uh, he, she gets a teddy bear, and she's like, I'm going to call it Ted. Short for, for teddy bear. For teddy. And you're like, wow, yeah, you're a genius. It. Why are they called teddy? Oh, I know this. Because... It's to do with the prince. It, no, it's to do with the president. Uh, what was he called? Teddy Roosevelt? Yep. And oh. apparently, this is the story. Who knows if it's true. He was in the woods hunting and he refused to shoot a bear. Like a baby bear. I reckon that's bollocks. Yeah, probably. I thought it was something to do with the Prince Edward. At some point, not the potato. <laughs> <laughs> human man. <laughs> would be better if it was a potato. Did we clarify that Barishnikov is not a real bear? He's a teddy. He's a, he's a prince head Oh, that potato would be bear. so good if it was a real bear. <laughs> oh my God. He was playing it's, Sandy. It's basically your first novel. Oh yeah. <laughs> so many people now have sent me pictures of women dancing with bears. Apparently it's a real trope. I've forgotten you've written that. What do you mean? I don't know. It's, it, like, it seems so long ago. Because you've it had so many, out, so many books out since then that I almost does, forget. It was only like four years ago. It does seem like a long time ago, though. Really? Four yeah. years? Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway, maybe you were influenced by Baryshnikov. Maybe I was. Who knows? <laughs> maybe that's, I can trace all of my inspirations back to Point Horror. Someday, if I ever become like proper famous, maybe someone will do that as their thesis one as day. their PhD, yeah. Tracing my influences from various Point Horrors. Oh, I would love please that. Please do that, anyone. We'll even work with you because remember we're doing our PhD, which is Point Horror Doctorate. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Are we doing this now? Isn't this for credits? <laughs> yeah, right. Do you think we can just hand this in? Yeah. Yeah. It's probably so, more dick jokes than in most theses, but you know. Theses. Theses is. That's uh, no, the plural. I know, I know. It just sounded funny. <laughs> sounds like theses. I like it when people are grammatically correct. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I feel like Liz's suggestion that it might be Ryan is kind of a leap. Like, there are lots of people that I don't like, but I don't think that they might be murderers. Oh my God, I'm going to start saying that everyone's a murderer that I don't like. Okay. Yeah, that's brilliant. Like who? Well, you're That would be revealing. Oh, when the police come to my door. <laughs> Hello, knock, knock, knock. Did you murder? And you go, no, and they leave and they say fine. That's how it works, isn't it? Because you're a white woman. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely didn't murder. Yeah. Because uh, I'm not currently holding a knife, therefore, as far as Heather's concerned, that means there was no crime. There was no crime at all. We no. didn't see it happen. There's a body, but you're not currently stabbing it. Well, yeah. So. Yes. You are innocent. Well, yep, I stand by it. I hope that you don't become murderer I can't investigator. Law. Murderer investigator. <laughs> that is what that is called. Murdering investigator. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's my future career. Yep. I couldn't remember the verb for what a detective does. Detecting. And well, I was convinced it was detectivating, <laughs> but then I was like, 
doesn't sound right. <laughs> but detecting doesn't sound right either. I was listening to one of the old podcasts the other day when we... Uh, well, it wasn't that old because I was posting it up. Um, and I, I couldn't get a word right. I kept putting an extra al in it. It was nomit- nominative, nominative determinism. Isn't it nominative? Nominative. Oh, determinism. <laughs> but I would kept saying determinalism. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. That you were called something. Wow. <laughs> nominative determinism. You'll do that thing until you die. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you will. Nominative. Is it? Nominative. I don't know what. I don't fucking know. It's another episode of Kirsty and Heather Know Nothing. Nominative. Okay, so anyway, in the book, remember we're talking about a book, um, some other stuff happens. It basically all consists of roses and weird messages. Yeah. Over and over and over. Someone writes on her dressing room mirror. Um, a white car follows her. There's this kind of slow build of creep. Um, although I do like this one bit where she has a dream. Oh, not a dream. Oh, well, but it's quite good. I dare anyone to write a point horror book that doesn't have a single dream in it. No, it's too hard. But I quite like this... Um, dream it's quite creepy because so she's starting to get really freaked out because all this weird stuff's happening she doesn't know who it is it could be any of them um and she so in this dream she's a puppet like a marionette puppet and various people like gary the choreographer and liz the icy blonde bitch and jimmy her creepy ex-boyfriend um they're all pulling the strings and then stan the creepy stalker they're all like pulling her strings i think it's quite good yeah. Nope, you're unconvinced. No, I agree. I That was my agreement face. Yeah. I mean, it's not a brilliant book. I thought that bit was quite clever. I quite liked it. Mm-hmm. It's playing with a lot of... I like sort of meta. I like when it's playing off a famous thing and a yeah. shit version of it. Um, it is very camp. It is camp. And I also well. really liked the setting. It was nice that it like wasn't in a high school. I thought it was really cool at the time and I'm still quite interested in the idea of like being a touring performer Mm. I think that's really interesting and having a bear yeah and like being stalked through various locations is interesting yeah and like more creepy yeah less lazy than the normal one yeah right in one location someone a stalker with lots of air miles (laughs) clearly no I quite liked it and I thought the um I liked that he was kind of like a creepy abusive boyfriend I like any book that warns a young woman about shit male behaviour. Yeah. Um, like, oh, he's so creepy. So he, when he finds them and... Who's this, the ex-boyfriend or the stalker? Yes, Jimmy. Okay. Jimmy Dare. Um, yes, he's the boyfriend. Are you Jimmy Dare? When he comes and finds her um, and she's been on a date with Ryan, he says, oh, now I see why you were getting so hot for this tour. It's a great way for you to meet guys. And she says, I don't know what you're talking about. And he says, so why's your face all red? It matches that sexy dress, Jana. Is that the dress you wear to pack to pack in? Oh, the dress mm. you wear to pack in, not mm. to pack yourself in. To pack it in. Um, or the one you use to attract some guy. I'm right, aren't I? But that's all over now, babe. That's why I'm here. That's Ugh. really horrible. Like, that's really neggy and, like... Well, why have you dressed up if it's yeah. not to get another man? So kind of like... He's horrible and he's so controlling. And I like that she never like even considers him. No, she's like, in, we're not going lo- together. Yeah, a lot, in a lot of these other books, like the guys get really controlling and then the girl starts to think like, oh, he must really like me. Oh, look, yeah. he's starting fights over me. He must really care about me. Whereas she's just like, nice no, dick. I'm not taking your shit. Yeah, I like, yeah. I like her actually. I quite like her. And... You, she can get away with being really melodramatic because of the setting. Yeah. Clever. And also I just like melodramatic yes. characters because yeah. I can identify with them. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I like that. And she's also very focused on her career, even though she's young. But she, you know, because Jimmy's like, oh, you can't be doing this. You can't dump me for your career. And she's like, mm, yes, I can. Yep, I'm going to. And watch me. Uh-huh. I just have. Have <laughs> done. Bye. I can have and will. Bye. However, despite that, despite her being generally like, sensible if melodramatic she's kind of losing it a bit um and they're at this at a dance club and um as they're always mentioned in robot stein books dance club um with like all the cast and stuff and stan and his girlfriend are there and she like screams at him because she's so convinced that it's him that's menacing her and gets him arrested um and then in 
just a bit after that, she sees Ryan kissing Liz. <gasps> because he's a fuck boy. Wow. But is he? Yes. No. Yes. Not according to him. Really? She got he got pounced by her. No. I think it's obvious. I think if someone suddenly kisses you, it's going to be so obvious. Well, that's his excuse. If you're watching someone him. for more than one second, you can tell. Like, you can tell if someone is kissing a person back or not. Look, I'm not passing judgment. I'm just <laughs> saying what he says, yeah? Well, he's a fuckboy. Well, mm, I'm, I don't know why I'm defending him. Why are you defending him? He's such a dick. I don't know. He's not Baryshnikov. <laughs> he's not. She should just get rid of all of these men and hang out with her bear. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So we're nearly at the end now. Um, Jana is alone in the theatre, right? And here's what we have. Quote, Ryan Mitchell stood there, a tire iron from the prop table, clutched tightly in his hand. Anyway, spoiler, he's not the killer, but it's never addressed why the fuck he's holding a tire iron. Why is he, why? Changing a tire? What? From the prop table. <clears throat> why have they in got the theater? a tire iron because of grease? They're in the movie yeah. Grease, they work on cars. The chicks or cream for Grease Lightning. Yeah, oh, I hate I know, it when it's you gross, say that chicks or cream. <laughs> <laughs> I say it all the time. You do say Every cream time we go out, I'm like, Heather, chicks or cream. Oh. oh, it's so gross. Even hearing those words come out of my mouth is it so really gross. It really does make me feel a bit sick. It's horrible, isn't I it? I don't like it. <sighs> I also don't know why you've jumped over the worst bit of this. Really? Have yeah. I? Okay. Hmm. So she's sort of reaching behind her mm-hmm. um, and she feels blood in a pile of her clothes. Um, and they say, look, oh my God, it's blood. Um, there's nothing sharp in my bag though. Just some clothes in my wallet. Where's the blood come from? <gasps> I don't know, Jana said. Oh my God. She opens her bag wide. <laughs> and she got in, a period. Lying on top of the small pile of clothes was bearish. <gasps> The bear's Not round, Baryshnikov. The bear's round little stomach was slit down the middle. His stuffing had been torn out and was scattered around him. And the cavity where the stuffing belonged was a pool of thick blood. His pudgy legs were cut off. Oh. Drying blood crusted in the golden fur around the hacked off stumps. Beside the eviscerated body lay the little bear's head. Bloody tears spilling from his brown glass eyes. God, that's horrifying like the two-year-old me. The eight-year-old. The 15-year-old me. <laughs> The 25-year-old man. Just like, that's just the saddest thing. 32-year-old you. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. Can you not? Yeah. What was your life? It is sad. I had a teddy called Popple, who was, oh. I believe, from a TV show, which I never seen. Oh, yeah, seen. I remember that. Um, I had a teddy called Red Ted. Oh, Popple he turned was inside out. Ooh. So it turned into like a big orange. I'm football. imagining like a demon inside. <laughs> what was inside? Well, no, no, no. He had like a pouch, like a kangaroo pouch, but it was his back. So you could turn his like back around oh, okay. him and then he was like a pudgy little orange football with his head sticking out and he had a tail and these like beautiful little arms and this mess of green hair i think if you google it you can see what they used to look like okay i'm gonna look um while you tell us about popple but he like i used to drag that fucking thing around by his tail everywhere with me like, oh yeah i remember them yeah so mine was none of them mine was an orange one okay I, I think it was a tv show i've never seen another one in my life i don't know where mine came from i do recognize popples now yeah if you mine's like that, uh, that yeah one's like a plush oh, no, like a plushy one. one okay imagine that ravaged by that's uh, ugly 15 years oh <laughs> sorry popple he slept on mine are they all called popple or do they all have different names i think they're called popples i think that's the name of the show and they had different names but, but you I, just called it popple he was just called popple Aww. he was the uh, popple if you will. <laughs> But yeah, the idea of someone taking Popple and like ripping off his hands and feet and legs and putting, like, it's kind of still horrifying to me. Do you still have Popple? Oh God, where is he? <gasps> Popple! No, <laughs> I Popple! Think he might... Oh, he's at my mum and dad's. Okay then. Because I still have Red Ted. Oh, here. He's in the cupboard. <gasps> oh. I mean, I don't have him out. You have him in the cupboard? In the cupboard. He won't be able to see. Well, what does he need to see? He's chilling. <laughs> he's, he's hibernating. You keep him locked in the dark. You monster. He's hibernating. Popple's on a he's shelf. He's a bear. He's hibernating. He's on a sh- he's on a shelf for in twenty scary. years. Oh, okay. <laughs> for twenty years, he's shackled. Actually, no. Look, place. he's up on the shelf up there. Can you see him? Oh, red Ted. I thought he was in the cupboard, but he's, he's up just there. Exactly what it's he's like a red teddy bear <laughs> called Red Ted. I'm a very literal person. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. 
Red Ted. Yeah, but I would be upset if somebody ripped up Red Ted. Yeah, and put and covered him in blood as if he was crying blood tears. Although you wouldn't be able to tell he's already red. Uh, true. Yeah. Maybe someone already did. <gasps> Maybe he used to be white. Brown Ted. <laughs> white Ted. Oh, God. Anyway, that's the worst bit. Oh. Might as well stop the book there. I know. Terrible. The worst has already happened. Yeah. The end. Yeah, um, anyway, so Ryan's there holding a tire iron... Um, and then someone hits him over the head. So, because he's holding this tire iron and he's like, Jana, I just want to talk. And she's like, no, no, you're going to hit me. And then someone hits him. So I guess he did just want to talk, but then why is he holding a tire iron? But it's a prop from but the movie. why is he holding it? I don't know. Sometimes people just hold things. No, they don't. <laughs> you're not holding a tire iron right now. No, but I'm the sort of person that would be. And I often will just pick up shit. I, and well, like, touch it, touch it, touch it, <laughs> touch my tire iron. I mean, I guess, but I feel like if you want, if someone's sort of fallen out with you and you want them to have a conversation with you, don't approach them with a tire iron. I often find myself um, speaking to people while holding a knife and pointing it at them. Is in like, well, listen to this, but because I'm often cooking, you like I've got a, a giant fucking chef's knife. You're like a cliffhanger in an R.L. Stein book. I am. Yeah, I'm that kind of you person. You turn around. <laughs> And I have to, if I get angry, I have to put it down because it looks scary. But I'm often like chopping oh. and I'll come around and sort of make a point with And the another knife. thing, pointing the knife <laughs> at you. Oh, and just threw it. Oh no! Oh, oh no, I've stabbed you again. Again? <laughs> I've never stabbed anyone. Wow. Intentional. Anyway, so guess who it is? It could be Stone Cold Bitch Liz. It could be ex boyfriend John Travolta. It could be Eminem Stan. But it's none of them. It's Carly. Barishnikov. <laughs> Remember Carly? Who? Stan's girlfriend. Oh my god. Cunningly, we'd forgotten all about her. Yeah. Mm. Although she is brought in to definitely play up to the idea it could be her. Well, so here's her motivation. She's jealous because bitches be cray. Okay. That's the entire message of this book is girls are either your friend. Or a crazy bitch. Well, no. The message of this book is even worse. And I quote, Stan might have stalked her, but he was harmless. No. No, no, no. A thousand times no. No. That came up in another book. What was yeah. the other one that it was in? I can't remember. That, and he it's... had like, he'd like wallpapered his room with pictures of her. And she was like, oh, but he's fine. Maybe we could be friends even. Yeah. And they were friends at the end. It's really disturbing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's fucking horrible. And he in fact said in that book, which book was it? Oh, didn't do the car? It was. Yeah, we did it really recently. Mm, that's terrible. Had... That's the thing about these point horrors. They go in and out. They go in and out. <laughs> they go in one ear and out the other. Wait, wait. Some uh, of them you remember. Some of them you don't. Was it uh, Mother's Helper, The Body? Nope. nope. The Window? Nope. Uh, no, I don't know. Um, Fuck, fine, anyway. Whatever no, that was. No, I can tell you which one it is because I've got my notes ready here. It was crazy for you. Crazy for you. Yeah, he's literally crazy for her, but that's fine. Um, and he even said in it, it's normal for boys to be obsessed with girls. Uh, no, it isn't. No. And stalking is not harmless. And Stan in this book is like far too into her. Yeah. He's like staring at the thing. Like, He's too intense. No, and to be fair, I would be, if that was David, fangirling at some boy or girl on a stage and dragging me around the country to go and see her or him, then I kind of would be a bit like, this is too much. Yes. I wouldn't then murder people or menace them. Uh, but I would be a little bit like, come on, this is... You've gone too far with you've this. Gone, you, you've been creepy towards them. That's like, not yeah. cool. So, if you're mm, actually freaking them out, you've gone too far. It's not harmless. No, it's that. not. And that's a shit message. Carol, you should know better. I'm unimpressed. Mm. Again, it's this comes up over and over in these books. It's like, you think that your boyfriend might be a murderer and he does various things. Like, do you remember in the one that was set at the mall? Oh, the mall. The mall. <laughs> What was it called? It's set in a mall. A lot of it was at a mall. <laughs> the mall. They were the two like undercover cops who were so inappropriate and like took her to like the rape shed in the woods. And we're like, do you know that a woman thought that someone was following her 
Um, and she was a crazy bitch, but it turns out someone was following her and killed her in this rape shed, I mean, holiday cabin. And then at the end, they weren't the killers, therefore they were fine. They were just all right. Whereas I'm going to say, just because a guy is not an active murderer, that doesn't mean he's okay. It doesn't mean that anything that he does short of being an actual murderer is okay. There's quite a wide spectrum of bad behaviour that's not okay. Mm. Yeah. It's not like murderer or fine yeah it's not just a binary it murderer or fine meatloaf other murderer, murderer fine, fine. so apparently he's fine because he's not a murderer well eminem knew that it wasn't just fine in fact which is what inspired him to write the seminal rap song because eminem yeah. read this book and he was he read that line and he was like no Jana, it's not fine no Jana." Is that how he talks? Yeah. That sounded like Cookie Monster. <laughs> They're very much, have you seen them together in the same room? The I same have time? not. I have not. I'm just saying. Um, anyway, oh, we're not even finished yet because Carly and Jana have a chase. Oh, no. And they go up onto the catwalk. And then Carly, in quite a horrible moment, falls from the catwalk, which is obviously very high, to the seats below. So that's a real name for it. Catwalk. Yeah. Like up high, the rigging. Sort of bits. Oh, yeah. Interesting, okay. I think because, like, a cat could walk on it. Yeah, like... I, I understand where that came from. I, I don't just... know how that then also <laughs> means, like, for fashion, a cat walk. Because you've got to do the slinky sex it? walk. Very much like Ryan. <laughs> yeah, right? Maybe he's a model. Slinky shoulder walk. However, in the next scene, we've got this line. I can't believe Carly's still alive, Jana said. Well, yes, exactly. I can't believe she's still alive either. <laughs> she she fell... Not only did she fall, like, from very high, like, a theatre is tall, big, high. (laughs) (laughs) It's very high. And she's fallen, like, onto seats. Would that not, like, snap you in half? Yeah. You'd, like, break your spine or something. I guess she could be alive, but very badly injured. Maybe by seats they meant a selection of lilos. Uh, maybe. It's those blow-up seats they've got now. That's what's happening. It's not actual seats, it's just a load of inflatable mattresses. God, I'd love to go to the theatre if the whole theatre was flooded and you were just all in a lilo, sort of <sighs> vaguely flooding around. Flooding around? Floating around. And they would bring you cocktails on like a little canoe. That sounds amazing. But wouldn't right? you keep turning around so you're back you to the stage? It wouldn't be a very enjoyable experience, but you'd, okay. you'd be taking in the vibe. Maybe if it was like, not something that you had to watch, but like something that you could just listen to. Yeah. That would be great, like Wouldn't a classical it? music concert in a flooded theatre. Yeah. And you're floating around on lilos. With a cocktail. That sounds great. I love that. And a selection of canapes. And the canapes could just be on little floating things floating around and you have to like try and swim them towards you. If I ever become like a Danielle Steele level, like eccentric writer, my entire house is going to be like that. That sounds you amazing. You have to paddle in. Well, just flooded. Yeah. Your house will just be a lake. That'd be amazing. It's going to be tricky because you live in a top floor flat. Oh, we'll have to move. Oh, I see. That'll yeah, be your spare flat. Yes. I see. To escape the flood. Um, and also, yeah, apparently Ryan is fine now. He isn't a fuckboy and all is forgiven. I'm not feeling it. No. I'm I like sorry I don't book. believe his excuses. I hate the message. Yeah. I, I actually really enjoyed this book. I thought it was good fun. Yeah, me too. Very campy. Very musical. I like the setting as well. Melodramatic. I quite liked Jana, mm-hmm. even with her shit-tasting men. Yep. Um, it's just a shame, isn't it, that I feel like part of the guidelines had to be like, either they, well, in romance, in the romance world, they call it an HEA, happily ever after, no. or HFN, happy for now. So oh. you're, especially if it's like an erotic romance kind of book, like a more of a sexy romance book, mm-hmm. it can be like happy for now. It doesn't have to be like, and the next day, they got married and stayed together forever. It can just be like, they get together. we're happy for now. Okay. Yeah. And they're happy for now at the end of this? I, but I just feel like it must be in the guidelines that they have to have either a happy ever after or a happy for now. And But it doesn't work. Mm. It would be better if she was like, do you know what? Maybe no men for me right now. Maybe I'll just focus on my career. They would never have that. You're kind of a woman having a career. Well... 
she was fine to focus on her career earlier. No, but it's not now because we're at the end. Because it's Ryan now. Can I give yeah. you my Pyro's favorite line? Oh my god, please do. Single one this time. Okay. Well, I've I haven't been, got one, so that's okay. Well, I've been berated down. Oh, I can have more now, can I? No, no. you're not taking up some. Well, no, fine. I'm just saying you should feel fine because as soon as I started doing favorite line, you suddenly had to have two favorite lines. <laughs> so now you can have a one up. Personal cake line. Yeah. Beat red with embarrassment. Stan finally gave in to Carly's tugs. Eh, gross. Carly's tugs. I'm also hearing it now as B-E-A-T red, like she's a dominatrix. Oh, God. She's beating him red well, yeah. and he's giving in. To be fair, Carly's tugs is a really good name for a brothel. <laughs> eh. Carly's or tugs. Or a company of tugboats. Nope. Yes. Well, they won't want Little to after boats. the brothel's been called Carly's Tugs. It could be a brothel on a boat. Oh, wow. It could be a pun. We can have that in my flooded world. <gasps> yes. Yeah. A brothel boat. Yeah. What was the cartoon that had tugboats on it? Do you remember? I don't really know what a tugboat is. It's like a little I know boat. you're boat people now, but <laughs> I'm not. It's like a little, like a, a tender, isn't it? A tender? Yeah, like a so a tender's like a little boat that will go from like the shore to your main boat. Imagine I don't know any boat words. Oh, okay. It's like a it's it's an object that floats and you can go on it. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. it. Dingy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I really laughed the other day because we were watching Star Trek, which is the theme of this series, and um, I they kept saying aft like the oh, yeah. aft shields, like fore and aft. But I thought they were saying ash shields. <laughs> I was like. Would they really call it the ass of the ship? <laughs> like, no. oh. That's not what they're saying. David must get so annoyed watching that show with you. Oh, yeah, because I call Worf Wolf. Why? <laughs> to Just to wind him up. <laughs> You're such a dick. Where's Wolf going? Why are you like this, Heather? <laughs> he loves me. It's so stupid. <laughs> okay. Fashion. S- stupid names. Oh. I'm going to say Jimmy Dare. I feel like it's meant to be like James Dean. Yeah, of course it is. And I'm just not feeling it. I don't think it's anybody's real name. No, it's rubbish. Um, uh, fashion, yeah, okay. What fashion have we got? Well, Jana wears a red dress with almost no back. Oh, uh, yeah. And two sparkling combs pulling her hair back. What is this combs thing? Does I think that sounds nice. Combs? Yeah, like a hair comb. So what you would do, like, imagine if I had long hair and then you would like pull your hair back with the combs and like the comb would keep the hair in place so it would be like swept back from your face with combs like that maybe I've never had thick enough hair to I mean it would fall straight out of my hair because I've got very fine hair but if you had thick hair maybe it was very Kate Bush in my head yeah okay fair enough I think it sounds really pretty Uh, she also wears the most 80s thing in the world which is actually a dark blue bodysuit leg warmers and ballet slippers (gasps) yes I mean she's a dancer yeah true but it's, it's so very flash 80s. dance. I yeah. love it. Oh yeah, flash dance. Completely. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, most of the most of the time, she's in like Greece outfits. Mm-hmm. Although the cover would suggest not. I would love to dress like the women in Greece. Right. Right. Just so, oh, maybe I will. Maybe that. I do love those pink lady jackets. Eccentricity. We're, we've always got our matching biker leather, leather jackets on. We're more like we're the very keyboards. much not the yeah. No. <laughs> well, you are. Well, I, I'm more of a T-bird. Because I like the dresses as well. So I quite often have like a floral dress and my leather jacket on. So I'm like a pink lady and a T-bird. Whereas I'm more the same time. likely to be wearing very skinny black high-waisted jeans and a white shirt. You are Kaniki. Oh no, I don't want to be that. He looks like a fucking old <laughs> hag. <I don't> <laughs> <laughs> Who do you like then? Do you want to be people. Danny Zuko? Sure, I'll be Danny, whatever. Okay. Like, it's not for me to say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if others say that, I'm if like Danny. Say, yeah, then, well, you know, sure. that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> okay, so American things. So all of this, it's I think, American. as a teenager, I just thought was like unspeakably glamorous because they stay in a motel that's got a pool. Oh my God. Oh my God, that's so glamorous. And also they go past a strip mall with a 7-Eleven. Carly Stuggs. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. With a 7-Eleven, a beauty parlor and a video rental store. I guess that can be 90s things as well. Yeah. I think at the time I didn't know what a strip mall was. I still don't really know what a strip mall is. It's just like a bunch of shops and like a shopping centre. Oh, like on the street? Yeah. Uh, Okay, cool. Actually, I think it means like it's sort of in, well, I imagine, I just imagine them on this like eternal road trip. So I imagine it's just like 
a little row of shops in the middle of nowhere. Like it's just desert and then a little row of shops. Oh yeah, that's very Breaking Bad. Yeah, that's what I imagine it is. The entire of Albuquerque is a strip mall. Yeah, that's what I think it is. Because I think when I was growing up, like, obviously we didn't call them malls, we called them shopping centres, but they were like quite big Mm. and you would go into them. But I think a strip mall is like, there's not, it's not inside, it's like... They ha- they're open to the outside. It's like a line of shops. I'm not explaining this very well. No, I am. I get it's it. It's just a yeah. line of shops, yeah. Um, okay, do we have a too stupid to love heroine? No, she's sassy. Sassy, she's smart. She's career focused. I like her. I like her. I like her too. Definitely we have a sexy sociopath. Oh, yeah. We have a like, he is aggressive because he loves you so much. Yep. Gross. Um, death toll. I've written zero, but actually it's one, isn't it? Barishnikov. Oh, Barishnikov. Yeah. Well, could you put him back together? Yeah. He wouldn't be the same, would he? He would. You could wash him and stitch him back together. I was just going to say, he'd have, he'd have had all the stuffing knocked out of him, but like, literally. He wouldn't be the same bear. He'd have a lack of confidence, I think. Do you think? Yeah. I think he'd be upset. I think so. Yeah. But you can, yeah, he's not dead. Just imagine you holding your teddy bear being like, he's not dead. <laughs> he's still there. We can bring him back. Live, Bereshnikov, live. I'll, I'll start compressions. <laughs> You go and get the zapper. <laughs> it's fine. Like a bug What's zapper. What's that called? What's that called? Uh, uh, a zapper. No. A heart zapper. No. A heart bing bong. <laughs> a zhuzh. It's on the tip of my tongue, but you keep speaking. <laughs> um, um, oh, not a velociraptor. Uh, oh my fucking <laughs> god! You're slagging uh, me off for saying a zapper, and you're calling it a velociraptor. It's the rubby hands. It's the iron. Yes, a, a rubby A rubby hand Dif- iron. Dif- <laughs> Velociraptor. Defib. <laughs> is it defib or defib? Defibulator. Defibulator. There's no r. Defibulator. At the end. <laughs> no, actually, maybe it's defibrillator. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Oh, what's Kirsty and Heather know nothing. Rosie's just. She's just had enough. Us. She's had enough. <laughs> okay, is it good though? Yeah. Yeah. I give it a four. Very camp. I'm gonna give it a four. I remember I really liked it as a kid because it like felt so glamorous. Like remember I said the same about the waitress. Yeah. Like the thought of working in a diner was like the coolest thing. Whereas in real life it would be hellish. Yeah. Although I have to say the jealous bitches fighting over a basic bitch men is not my favorite trope. No, no, no. And if that had could be taken out, I would be really into it. Stalker being fine also not cool. So it's not a five, but it's a four. Yeah. I think it was pretty good fun. As if it's not a stalker you have to worry about, it's the stalker's mad girlfriend. Yeah, right? Like, come on. I meant, like, angry girlfriend as well, not mentally ill. Yeah, as if we haven't got enough to worry about. Is it good, bad, though? Mm, It's campy, it's pointy. Yeah. I don't know if it's good, bad. I think it's pretty good, bad. Like, it's got some silly fun bits. Everyone's very melodramatic all the time. Three? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look at that, we agreed. We didn't even have to go to half numbers. That's I'm, weird. I'm very tired. I have got a terrible cold. I'm quite hungry. Yeah. So maybe it's So we just want it to be done. <laughs> That's all. We're like, yes, I'll agree. Yeah, go away. Dip, dip, dip. That's clearly, if you ever want us to agree to something, make sure I'm a bit ill and Heather's hungry. Yeah. And we'll just go, yep, sounds good. Yep, I'll do it. it. Email, anything. put it in an email. I'm in. Give, give me that burger. <laughs> Send me the contract. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> a vegan burger. Yes, obviously. Yeah. Um, next week. We're doing hit and run. By Robot Stein. Unfortunately. Mm. We've already read this one. Jesus fucking Christ. If you're doing read along with Teenage Scream, I'm going to say don't read this. We'll just tell you what happens. I mean, it's the work of half an hour. That's true. Yeah, you can pretty much read it while you're waiting for the kettle to boil. I wouldn't recommend anyone read any Robot Stein anymore, so... No. And if you, you. do, don't even get out of the library, because he might get 12 pence. Get it secondhand, if anything. Yeah. Borrow it from a friend. I'll lend you my copies. We'll, we'll send it to yeah. you. <laughs> I don't want them in my house anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, terrible. Real terrible. So if you're doing Read Along with Teenage Scream, you want to do Hit and Run. Now, Heather, if people want to find us online, what can they do? Oh my God, challenge. Do I have to do your bit? No, I'll do it. (laughs) Uh, You can do it if you want. On Twitter, we are Teenage Scream underscore. (laughs) On Instagram, we are Teenage Scream pod. I've actually forgotten because I just rely on you to do it. Because you just do the Patreon. Yeah, you're right. So um, if you like us, Please like us. God, we need your affirmation. Um, And you want to... We don't have enough in our lives. (laughs) If you want to help us keep the podcast alive, um, please go to patreon.com slash Teenage Scream Podcast. And if you become a meatloaf, and why wouldn't you want to be, you get a very cool pin badge and you get all our bonus episodes from all time. Mm -hmm. And you get one of them. From all time. From all of time. Wow. And they go back 
like a year and a half now. Oh, I was going to say to 1992. Yeah, all the way back. We've been busy. Yeah, if only. (laughs) Um, And yeah, anything. Any love you give us is nice. It's nice. If you retweet us, if you subscribe and review. Choose to spend your precious time listening to us whiffle waffle about bad books. We massively appreciate that. Yeah, also consider getting some help, but. Because why would you? Because yeah. you could be doing other stuff. I'm going to go on and see what our latest reviews are on iTunes now. <gasps> Ooh, Sign oh yeah. Heather. If you want to review us on iTunes, we would really appreciate that. That would be great. And it helps other people to find the podcast so they too can waste their time listening to us whiffle waffle. And it helps us just feel good about ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Which is nice. It is. Because you know, it's hard doing a podcast. It is. And we love it. It's but it's hard. And it's nice to know that people are out there listening. Yay. Thanks. All right. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Yeah.